Welcome to Mission Daily, everyone. I'm Chad, and thank you so much for subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. Now, got a new surprise for everyone. Do you know what it is, Steph? Hmm. They can text us. If you want to text us, we would love to hear from you. Here's Chad's personal number. 833-308-0863. Text us. We'll try to incorporate your question, comment, concern, or maybe just crazy rant into the show. Text us soon. We're looking for it. Okay. Stop labeling my things on Mars. Labeling which ones? With a rover? Yeah. Rocks. Are you driving the rover or are you just... No, you don't drive it. You just label things. So it'll teach you how to label things. Like this is, you know, the rover will have a hard time driving over the sandy patch when you see ripples. Here's a rock. Here's a mountain. Here's this. And it'll teach you first. And then you go through and you label it. Gotcha. Then you're training the rover how to drive on Mars. Gotcha. Because you don't want to fall in a hole. (laughs) No, for sure. This is one of many different little experiments slash investigations you've been doing, looking into uh, different windows to view things. Like oh yeah, the wasn't rover. that one fun? Yeah, and that other site that just shows you yeah. different views from windows all around the world kind we'll of give to, you a yeah. first-person perspective. We'll have to link that up in the show notes, but it was really fun. It's also very addicting because you just click a button and it'll bring you to someone else's window. So one second you'll be in, you know, Hyderabad, India, and then it'll take you to Turkey and you just keep clicking refresh and people have set up cameras out their window so you can see their view. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah, that reminds me of what Kevin Kelly was talking about, uh, the mirror world in that article. And then when we interviewed him on uh, Mission Daily, yeah, it was just like the same type of concept about how that's coming. It's going to be easier and easier to browse the mirror world in a digital way. Yeah. Did you see the other one I shared? Yeah. Yeah. Where you're driving through the streets and that one? Yeah. 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 You can listen to the local radio station and you can see where that person's driving. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun too all the different dash cams and mm-hmm. things like that coming up. That'll be even easier. Shout out to Lytics, one of our awesome sponsors, yep. upcoming podcast on transportation. Yep. What's up, everyone? I'm Chad. This is Stephanie. And you're listening to Mission Daily, number one podcast for learning, for executives, for entrepreneurs who want a behind the scenes look at what it's like, the day-to-day, the banter. The things we're looking into and taking up half our day with. business. <laughs> nothing, you name it, the show's about that. So Mission Daily has been on air now for over 400 episodes. It's awesome. We just crossed 444 yesterday. We're on to 445 and we could not do it without you. Your support means the world and your messages, which have started to come in, are very awesome to read. So we're going to dive into these more in future episodes, but be sure to text us and Steph has not seen these yet, so. I haven't. I've only seen the trick text message that you sent me <laughs> that I thought was you. Yo, your podcast is lit. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Just seeing uh, if you're paying attention. I know, this um, is you, Chad. <laughs> but if you're interested in texting us and going back and forth on some things or appearing, getting your question on the show, uh, to have us comment, talk about it, text us at 833-308-0863. We are trying to bring the life back to business. And one of the cool things that we've been doing recently is basically just starting to have fun with it, Mm -hmm. which is the name of the game. Not as much of a itinerary. Like we have to talk about this. Yeah. And I just, I think that that's going to be 
more important. Um, and it's already something that people like have on their radar, right? Is like, they want a job that's fun. They want to have a life that's fun. Um, but one of the things that's really struck home lately is that your life, your work, your pursuits, you're going to have to integrate them at some point. And it's really silly to have all these like compartments for different things. And the full integration of a fun life, a fun work, um, and a place where you can tinker and, and explore a lot. Like that's what I think all of us are kind of on a, a quest to find. And mm-hmm. we've um, been, have, I think, having some success with that lately. And so I'm pretty excited yeah. and pretty uh, proud of us for, you know, doing the the hard work and, you know, balancing having uh, three sons that are under three and, you know, everything else that's going on. It's pretty cool to just start to relax a little bit. Um, but it's a choice. And see, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, we were just talking about this yesterday where I noticed you having more fun and being silly and yeah, you made a conscious effort to do that is what you told me anyways. And I think that's an important reminder that, you know, it is a choice for us to make. Yeah. And it was conscious at the beginning, but then when you start to get into it, you don't really realize you're doing it. And it's this, uh, like we talked about before, kind of a mindless practice where you're just without that incessant mind and chatter, you're just doing stuff and it's fun. Yeah, because you can make the most fun job miserable like, or make the most miserable job fun. I I, I can't, I think I was listening to maybe- uh, Sounds like a, Willie, a famous William Blake quote, but yeah. Oh, did you I just, just steal it? Oh. No, you just applied it to work. And <laughs> oh. yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really, really good. Yeah, I was listening to a good uh, comedian. I forget who it was as always. Um, oh yeah, Whitney Cummings. I love her. And she was talking about how she was very hesitant to date someone who hated their job. And she's like, I don't care about what kind of job you have. You could be, you know, a mail delivery man all the way up to a CEO. It doesn't matter. But if I have to come home and you're complaining about your job, like that instantly brings me down because then I feel like I can't come home and say, I had a great day at work. You know, we had so much fun. I have to kind of commiserate with you. And it was just a good reminder that you can really turn it into whatever you want. And it doesn't matter what your job is, you can see the best of it. And, and it, yeah, and at the very least, just try it. I mean, you have nothing. You have nothing to lose, and you might as well put on the optimism filter because mm-hmm. you're bound to start seeing things differently uh, and noticing things too that might have been there all along that you just didn't recognize before. Yep. That article you sent too about the uh, Kirkland brand, I thought oh, was yeah. fascinating with Costco and how you know back in 1992, Costco, Costco started its Kirkland brand, which is like, it's catch-all kind Mm -hmm. of for their own branded stuff. However, it's made up of like behind the scenes, all of these independent companies, a lot of whom you'll see on the shelf next to the Kirkland brand. And it still makes sense for both the brand and Costco to do things that way, to do business that way. And what a fascinating example of symbiosis, because that's where you know, one of my big themes that I see playing out and happening in business right now is that there are going to be these relationships with different companies where they go beyond partnership, where they become symbiotic from a biological sense, where it's just in the best interest of both organisms, both businesses um, or teams to work together just because yeah. there's so much, you know, intertwined. And this is a perfect example of that. Yeah, uh, I thought it was interesting too, because when you're going down the lanes at Costco, I know I used to look at, you know, you'd see... 
um, Huggies diapers and Kirkland diapers. And you do always kind of be like, oh, I kind of want the name brand for this or for my coffee. Like I want Starbucks. And that article definitely changes all that because did you read the part about how Costco requires Kirkland brand to be like 1% better than the name brand? I saw that, yeah. And that they actually go back to the, you know, maker of the product and they're like, you need to make it a little bit better than your actual product for it to be a Kirkland brand. Wild. Mm-hmm. Really, and, really interesting. And they're able to do that because of the marketing. Yeah. Costco's, you know, has so many sales and it gives them access to so many customers. They essentially don't have to market like Starbucks doesn't need to pour all this money into marketing because Costco kind of has that outlet for them. And right. that's and why it makes the economics. They're able sense. to get that 1% improvement in there. Yep. Yeah, that's really interesting. And then the the fact too, that Costco has about 3,700 SKUs uh, at any given time versus Walmart, which has a couple hundred thousand, I think. Um, so it's really interesting to see Costco kind of like drill down into these basics and then do them really, really well mm-hmm. and have all these uh, partnerships with you know outside brands that have been doing it and then combine the expertise. Yep. That's uh, Shout yeah. out to Costco, crushing it. Really, really interesting strategy for sure. And I've been reading the Rockefeller Habits that uh, a gentleman on our team, yep. Albert, shout out to Albert, <laughs> recommended. And it's a really good uh, book. It's just a, you know, principles of business type thing. But what I think is cool to just like throw out there to everybody is that we get bogged down sometimes with feeling like you have to read a book or whatever. And the big challenge is to just when you come across a good comp, uh, idea, concept or whatever, to implement it right away in the business. And so in this case, we talked about the priorities concept from the book and I just put it up on the calendar, set the meeting with you and Albert. And now we're like executing on it. And it's, it's not like it didn't get lost. And I think before uh, when I was reading, there was this, uh, <laughs> if you have complex PTSD and you're a big reader, you might find yourself leaving all of these different concepts behind or just incessantly tearing through books to get to the next one or whatever. Um, but again, it's all about implementing if you come across something that can help you. So it's a problem for a lot of people too. I mean, that's why for I take sure. notes when I read books because when, a lot of times you'll ask me what I'm reading and I'm like, Ugh, what is the name of the book I'm reading right now? I don't know, but I know it's about this. I mean, it's hard to remember things <laughs> <laughs> in general. <laughs> when you're limited on sleep, I think yeah, especially is uh, challenging like we both are at the moment. <laughs> and so just other fun news too that I don't think we circled back on this. The It's a great reminder too about when you're dealing with the medical system, you're dealing with something that has so many messed up incentives and the user experience is not great. The bedside manner, the how people interact, how information is communicated can be uh, really painful. So, you know, I shared, I think a couple weeks ago or a week ago or whatever about the MRI that mm-hmm. I got, brain MRI, uh, just, you know, if you've had PTSD for a while, it's pretty important to get things checked out to make sure there's no TBI, traumatic brain injury, things of that nature. And the first MRI I got the very next day, I got uh, several calls where it was like, hey, just Mr. Grills, just want to let you know there's been a problem and we need to get you in here right away to get another one. And there's a problem. You know, I, I heard that phrase probably three different times. So of course, you know, it's, I'm not relaxed. This, this is like super, super unnerving. I was already unnerved going into this. And sure enough, like this, the second day, like the power goes out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can't go in and I can't get an answer and nobody's 
providing anything. I'm calling people, I'm asking the tech, like, can you please give me some details? I don't understand what's happening. So I have to wait one more day and I go in. And finally, before I go under and into the MRI, I ask the tech, you know, you have to explain, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this until somebody explains why another one was requested. You can't just tell me that there's just some like vague problem mm -hmm. and scare me like that. Like you can, you can do better. Just tell me what the specifics are. I think I had to ask them four different times before I went under, before they finally shared with me the details of why. And then there's an artifact on the x-ray, which you're, if you're familiar with an artifact, it can be many, many different things. It's not just uh, labeling it a problem is not part of a good user experience. I will say I'm pretty sure it's a liability thing of why they can't share things with you. Yeah. There's that. Like they can't say like, oh, uh, let me give you a little behind the scenes tip of what this may be like that. For I think sure. that can get them in trouble. Yeah, for sure. But I remember I, there's, asking there's a lot of, about that. Yeah, for sure. I think you're right. There's a lot of different uh, things at play here. But anyways, long story short, got the second one done and I'm fine. Thank, thank, if anybody cares, <laughs> uh, I'm good. I care. My, yeah, my brain is healthy and uh, just so sleep, keep podcasting sleep deprived out. and uh, shaking off some of the complex PTSD stuff. It's fun to kind of feel your verbal capacity and, you know, imagination and ideas start to creep back. Like last night was a great example of as we were strategizing a little bit, feeling like, oh, the good ideas are starting to come back and they're now in a form that's execu executable today. Like mm -hmm. it's not something that is, uh, you know, your chaotic brain. Just four year, blah, here's yeah, like a thousand ideas and we're going to do all of them. Right. It's <laughs> way more, way more focused. So to anybody listening, we appreciate it out there. Um, listenership has been growing steadily, which is really, really it's cool fun to, to see because we're getting back to our roots. We're getting back to our roots and we hope this daily podcast is making you smile and just reminding you that your attitude is going to determine a lot. And by protecting it from the fear, uncertainty and doubt, feeding yourself good information and remember that, you know, it's going to get better. Your latter days can be better than your former days. Um, just and go to Costco. Improving too. a little bit each day, going to Costco, learning <laughs> a little bit. So to everybody listening, we appreciate it. And Make sure you're subscribed, rate and review, and we will be back tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Hey everyone, it's Chad. Here's a quick PS for executives and entrepreneurs. If you are an executive or an entrepreneur inside a large company, we have something for you. If you're struggling with creating original content, marketing campaigns, or reaching hard to reach executives, that's what we do. Head over to mission.org slash studios and learn why companies like Audible, Salesforce, Dell, Twilio, and Splunk, and so many more trust us to create original branded content that drives results. Head over to mission.org slash studios or click the link in the show notes to learn more. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.